podcast of course i'm your host aaron pym and what i like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality today we definitely have someone that is both fun and sexy i think actually if if anything's her brand it's that <laughs> as far as <laughs> oh I'm my concerned. god as far as i'm concerned i mean Ooh. so okay everyone this is okay full service sex worker in toronto Catherine banks hi <gasps> Catherine. hi lady pym it's so good to be here i'm so excited Thank you. oh my god my Yay! pleasure i was so happy that you got in touch and i was like you're as i mentioned you're a fun and sexy gal mm. so i should have oh my god really cute combo yeah no don't don't like my ego can only grow so big but i'm excited <laughs> i've been looking forward to this i remember when we first met i was like you have a podcast and yeah so it's it's a full circle moment for me to be here so thank you so much oh i love that um <laughs> so am i am i pegging you correctly when i say fun and sexy wait which, like... okay wait pegging's an interesting choice first of all <laughs> let's back up especially for me right was especially that not intentional me. i thought that was intentional oh my god that wasn't intentional sorry i got i lost you at pegging sorry <laughs> You had me at pegging. You, sorry, you had me at pegging. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, am I pegging you correctly? Well, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, yes. But what are you going to do to me now? <laughs> so yes, if you're if you've already made me laugh this much and we're like a minute in, I think I think fun is fun is part of your brand. No. Well, they, okay. You know what? I'll take it. Like we said, no room for self doubt here. No yeah, room yeah, for yeah. self doubt here. Fun. Let's. Yes, I would. Yes, fun and sexy. I like that. That is. A, I've never been able to summarize myself in two words, but I would say that would probably be it. Fun and sexy. If I had to to put it out there. Yeah. I imagine you have like a lot of laughs and whatnot throughout your sessions and appointments and stuff. Oh my God, it's full of laughter, as it should be, right? I think um, so personally, yeah. Like the amount of like cackling I do that like I mean in a good way but I I I truly you know one of the joys of this is uh for me to bring joy um and laughter and you know just connecting on that level um it just breaks the ice it just makes it so you know life is so serious like why make this serious you know um and if you bring laughter and lighthearted and lightheartedness into it it just seems to um you know it just seems to make everything a bit easier yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, I feel like um, having a sort of a playful persona, because I kind of, you know, I try to do the same thing with my like sex worker persona with my like brand, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like one thing it does for especially folks who are new to booking providers, it like, really makes you accessible to them, like not not intimidating. And then mm-hmm. also, yeah, when you when you meet them, it's like, 
you almost instantly, you know, put them at ease when you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. no, it's warm and it's fun and it's light and it's easy. Like nothing to be, you know, again, leave yourself doubt at the at the door. Nothing to be anxious about. Like, we're just going to have fun. You know? Is that going to be our motto? That's going to be like, our, it might be our theme today. I like it. <laughs> no, it's really true, though. I mean, I think, you know, on my website, hello-catherine.com, I'm shouting myself out. Shamelessly, Do don't it. care. Hello-catherine.com. Um, I do, I, you know, I put, uh, I have... I have an innate ability to make people feel at ease and and comfortable. And that's something that is, you know, me just as a human, it's not put on. And it's so true. I mean, I get so many uh, individuals who approach me and uh, they, you know, they're nervous or they won't um, maybe divulge everything like, you know, FYI, anyone is listening. If it's your first time with a provider, let them know, let them know, you know, and and I'm, It is. And I'm always so surprised because like, it's like, shame, for me, shame, it doesn't exist in this, in this world with me. There is no shame for anyone. Yeah. Um, and I just want clients like to bring that in as well. And then as soon as they meet me and they realize it's not like, we're not, it's not what they portray on the movies. I was like, I'm in my jam jams by 9pm. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm not operating in like women of the night or whatever is like not accurate. I'm women, women of like the early morning to midday. And I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm late morning, early afternoon kind of guess. See, there you go. Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm in my thirties. Like I'm packing it in like by eight 30. I'm like, well, it's getting dark, you know? So it's, I think, yeah, it's like breaking, sort of breaking down also these expectations of, yeah, the seriousness of everything, the weight of everything. It's like, no, this is supposed to be, um, something that brings happiness and, and positive things into someone's life. Like, let's just make it that way. Mind you, mm-hmm. I, I will only behave that way if I'm met with the same sort of respect and consideration, right? Of course, so, yeah, that's like the groundwork to, to be able to have fun together. Exactly. And that it, it's, and you know, that's why I always say to clients, I say, you know, treat me with the same level and respect and consideration. Well, first and foremost, as a human being, you know, I am a human being. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, with any respect and consideration that you would uh, expect as well. So yeah, like, I think there's a difference between being serious and being respectful and considerate. And I think maybe that's, I don't know, but it's true. This is this is fun and, and, and joy and light. And I like to think that's me. I'm light and blonde and bubbly and yeah <laughs> i was gonna say bubbly i don't want to put more words in your mouth but i was gonna say bubbly effervescent <laughs> oh yeah. she's effervescent i'm effervescent oh i like that <laughs> i was looking at your website it's like it very much is your vibe it's like colorful <gasps> It's I like made it myself. Pastel colors. It's really nice. It looks really professional. Thank I love you. It. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did it myself. Um, and I really wanted to make it a representation of my personality that you get yeah. there and you go, but oh, like this is, you know, so that's what bright colors. And, you know, I love birds. Speaking of my crow Clifford is watching me from the window. Um, I befriended a crow. A crow? Like oh an actual crow. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I'm like obsessed with birds. And it's just, and now I have a crow named Clifford who... Yeah. So anyways, if you, if you hear calling, it's him, like, cause he wants food. So anyway, um, but yeah, so that was, that was big for me. And I'm glad, um, because I think, you know, it's one thing I'll, I'll give myself credit for is that Hmm. I, no one has ever met me and expected something different. Yeah. Yeah. So you get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. You're like, this is open book. This is what our session's going to be like, like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's, that's important. Um, well, for a lot of reasons, just in general, but like, that's important for marketing with, you know, 
the way you run your socials or like your website or whatever. That's important that like you give them the vibe and then they show up and they get that vibe. Like exactly. There shouldn't be like uh, two different things happening there. Ideally you're like all your social media and whatnot represents what they're going to feel like with when they're hanging out with you. Mm -hmm. And I think you do that really well. Like all your pictures and stuff, even that you post on Twitter. I love your Twitter feed. It's always like colorful and like you look gorgeous and it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, daylight sun shining on you and you're smiling. And it's like, just like a warm, welcoming. (gasps) Thank you. Cute time we're going to have. That's exactly what, well, that's exactly, thank you. That's what I'm trying to put out there. And you know, the one thing I've learned, um, in life, but really in this business, in this industry, is you, you, it has to come from some aspect of who you really are. Some, you know? From an like, authentic place. I exactly. so agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, it, it's, you can't force it. Like, you know, why, why be, I mean, obviously I'm, you know, Catherine is a, is a version of me. Um, she's a really fun version of me, right? And so... I love that I get to play and express myself and explore life through her. It's it's actually really interesting, but she's an extension of my core self. Um, and I think that's what people, if you have, if it's coming from an authentic place, then you're always going to be consistent, right? You're always going to be seem warm, welcoming and open. Even if you're not bright, bubbly and sunshiny, as long, I think people appreciate authenticity. Um, and you, you know, can it's sense that, it too, right? Well, and it, you know, the biggest, the one biggest piece of, I guess, feedback or whatever I've heard from clients, I love to talk to clients and hear about their experiences and, um, you know, how they themselves found, you know, their way into this world. Um, Cause everyone has a different reason, much like, you know, us on the other side. And um, I ask people about their experiences and, and you know, of course if they want to share and I let them be as open or as, as close as possible. But the one common link of everyone who's had a bad experience is they said the person other person didn't seem to want to be in the room and I was like oh man and so like that's whether that's just a lack of like and I get that and um and like not I I understand that it's like something to do with my personality (laughs) that I am this way but um I think being authentic yeah true to yourself and having a sliver of you but still you know understanding that I love compartmentalization. I love yeah, like it. Like you're at so, work. You are. You're, yeah. you're working, right? You're working, so yeah. There has to be some sort of like work-life boundaries happening. Absolutely. Right. And to think otherwise would be absurd. And also, frankly, yeah. like mentally would be unhealthy for me personally if I didn't, dev- you know, compartmentalize, right? Absolutely, so absolutely. yeah, it's, it's important. But yeah, I, I love to know that Catherine is a part of me um, and, and she's grown and changed uh, since, since we began together, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is um, a really common thing with the thing that you were saying of like, um, the client is coming into this space because they want to, you know, they're booking your attention, your undivided mm-hmm. attention, essentially, yes. right? Like, because that's a precious thing we don't get, you know, um, around in life. Like, how many times does somebody put down everything for you and really look at you and is really present you know, with you and interested in, in you. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then that's like the sex stuff, the sexy stuff added on that of like, when do you really feel desired, um, you know, feel attraction? Like for a lot of folks, they don't have like consistent access to that. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, and that's really important for, you know, a lot of, a lot of reasons, like from mental health to like, just, uh, you know, 
being able to have sex is like super good for your body. Like sexual health is health and like all of, yeah, exactly. is health and all, all of that stuff. Like it, and it's fun and so many reasons, but I think that's, um, that's something that's like, how, how do you access that? Um, where, you know, yeah. I, I, as you said, I think it is a big part of your personality that you maybe just love people and you I'm also life. a Pisces. I'm also very much a, yeah. So okay, anyone who okay, knows, okay. I'm a Pisces everything. So I'm like, and yeah, so that's also, <laughs> everyone just pours their deepest, darkest secrets to me, like on the subway. They just trust you. Yes. They innately trust me. And I, I think I always say, I've always wondered about this and um, I think it's because I don't have a, a malicious bone in my body. Like, yeah, I might, you know, do bad things. I'm not saying I'm a perfect person, but I'm saying I never do anything out of spite or malice. Um, I'm not a dangerous person, you know? I'm a safe person. I like to see myself that way, which is why I'm surrounded by birds and animals. <laughs> um, because oddly enough, like, I'll, I'll tell you, um, this, in a way, Catherine has made it safe for me to explore sex and intimacy. Yeah, because I love that, yeah. She's very much like, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. You know, we're all complex, complicated individuals. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've realized like traditional, conventional, romantic, emotional relationships are really uncomfortable for me. Um, and so like just because I don't want emotional connection doesn't mean I don't want sex and fun and companionship on my own. Right. And so um in a way, this is a way for me to safely explore from an emotional perspective, all of these things and men and women and, uh, you know, not like trans, but whomever, like I just, that's what I love about this world is that it just, the one thing I found for so many people is the lack of judgment. Like it's very liberating. It's such a comforting, safe, understanding place, if you find the right people, of course, but like we've been at parties together and that is exactly the situation. You're just like, this is amazing. Everyone just sitting, being safe and being comfortable because you're kind of all on the same page of honesty. Yes, that's important. Yeah. So that's interesting. A part of like you saying that it's important, you know, for providers to like have some sort of authenticity happening right well yeah well from my silly perspective yes but <laughs> what do I know <laughs> yeah and mine as well and like yeah. so it's part of like bringing authenticity to the table and it's a part of creating a safe space and it's a part I think also of empathy with the person mm -hmm. you're sharing space with so all of these factors kind of come together um you know creating a safe space is like you know I'm not going to have any judgments about whoever shows up and what their body looks like or what their, you know, what their experiences or like what have you, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to accept you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to welcome you. I'm going to, um, you know, we're going to have fun and explore together. It's like setting up those, that, that space to be able to do that. I think that all kind of contributes to like, um, you know, navigating that thing of like making that client feel wanted and desired and, mm -hmm. and interesting and all that stuff. I think that all that's all part of it. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that when people come in with sort of the quote expectations of the outside world, as I like to call it, like, hmm. you know, uh, what you do, what you're wearing, your weight, whatever, like that, literally the person is standing naked in front of me. Hmm. Like, you know, it's like those things, are not relevant here you know I said that's why we're here is to avoid all of that outside bullshit no yeah you know so why would I bring it into this experience 
we're but like even I'm trying to avoid that, right? Like, and so I, as soon as I tell people that, where I'm like, no, like none of that, it's different here. You know, this is a different experience, and and I I think coming from that place, I mean, it's again, this is just it's funny because that approach might alienate some people because they're not looking for that. Right. Um, but that's fine. You know, you can't please everyone, right? Right. And I don't think that client and I would get along. But right. that's what I'm, I'm really happy about is that because I'm so open and forward with who I am, sort of my approach, my brand, is yeah. that you won't accidentally book me and have a bad time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're your hard-earned dollars, right? Like, I'd rather us not waste either of our time, um, you know? And yeah. I, so I think that that's a big thing. But, yeah, having that, it, it, it really surprises me Um how many you know people walk in with the expectations of the outside world and I want to say dude you're standing in front of me naked and I met you like five minutes ago like let's be real you know what I mean like <laughs> the outside world no longer exists like let's and that's the point for me is that our time together it's just you and me and whatever world and experience we create together I love That's how it. you're I love how you're saying this because it's kind of like this is supposed to feel different. So if outside mm-hmm. of this room, you know, you feel like, you know, you're not you don't, you're not included in like this the heteronormative like script or mm-hmm. like the beauty standards, like if outside of here you feel that way, like here the intention is for you to feel different. Totally um, at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like this is a vacation from all of that bullshit, as you said. In this year of hell, we call twenty twenty three. I mean, that's what we all need, no? Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. it's, it's a Truly. and it's and a lot of uh, clients have have actually been surprised at how beneficial this is, and they're like, "You guys are like massage therapists." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a, b- better, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but it's more like, expensive. <laughs> yeah, more expensive and not covered by OHIP." <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, OHIP, shout out if you're listening. Um, no, anyway, but I think, but a lot of them, <laughs> if OHIP is listening, OHIP, what up? If OHIP is listening, shout out. OHIP is listening. What up? This is your girl, Catherine. Um, <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of people have come to me with this sort of it is just as as physically, emotionally, and mentally valuable to them as a as a therapist, if not more. Yeah. And in different ways, right? Yeah, yeah of like, course, in different. Like, please go, still go to therapy. Like, I, you know, th- uh, yeah. But I think it's interesting that you know, I feel it when I get a really close, tender hug from someone. I'm like, wow, I don't get touched like this a lot, you know, or that skin to skin contact of just, it's really interesting. I mean, I've, I've really learned, I've learned so much from all the people that I've spent time with it, you know, it's really, I've I've learned, yeah, remarkable amount from them. Yeah, it's for me, it's when on the way on the way out, they give you a hug, like to say thank you one last time. Oh, yeah. A lot of people usually say I needed that. Thank you so much. I needed that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I am providing a very valuable service right now. And I love that providing. So there you go. We're providers, right? Like, we're providing a service. And and again, for every like I, I well, that's one thing I love about this industry is it's so uh, grand, right? Like there's so many facets to it. Yeah. And so um, everyone has like different uh, experiences that we're looking for. And I totally understand, um, you know, somebody wants a quickie or whatever and like no judgment there, yeah. but you know, for 
what I provide, like, it's been important for me to define what I'm comfortable with, what I enjoy too, yes. because that's so for me to be, to be comfortable in certain situations, to find my boundaries, because then I will clearly be uncomfortable if my boundaries are being crossed. And then that's just poopy for everyone, no? Yeah, that just doesn't make sense to want to attract clients like that. Like you said before, <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you um, are putting out you know, the way you do your sex work into the world, mm-hmm. you know, you're putting that out via your marketing and all that stuff um, with the hopes that you're drawing um, similarly minded people or people that come with a similar approach. Right. So it's that thing of like, that's a great thing about, you know, that that's marketing in a nutshell. It's like put out there the exact type of people you want to be booking you. Um, very, yeah, exactly. it's very important. Yeah. And then you will get people that, as you said, it's like people do this for lots of reasons and want lots of different experiences. And it's mm-hmm. like, you want people to book you that want your experience, want you. Right. Yeah. Cause nothing's worse to me than like, le- like leaving, having thought that that was a bad experience for both individuals. There's oh nothing God, worse than that. Right. Yeah, like sometimes, sometimes you, en- you finish and you're like, I don't know if I was the right fit for that person. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. You know, and it happens, sometimes, right? Yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. And it happens in these, for, like, those are like, exactly like what I would test my boundaries. Like, what am I comfortable with? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause there's things that I hadn't done before that I was like, Oh, do I, have to, am I, am I into this? Am I not into this? And like, that's again, what I love about this work and this, lifestyle is that you can explore these things safely and go oh not for me oh yeah maybe that is for me let's go let's explore a little bit um or maybe do it but in a bit of a different way like oh maybe i do that if this happens as well like you know you can just kind of live in that um gray area of being like okay i'm interested um let's try it and then yeah, as you said, like we, the great thing about, we basically all own our own businesses. You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you, you make the rules for your own business and the way you conduct it. So it's like, it can grow and change as you grow and change and learn more and uh, figure it out more and more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like an, a living entity, right? This thing yeah, is like, yeah, a, yeah. Um, so yeah, like that's, it's never stagnant. It's always, uh, you know, always dynamic, never static, I guess I should say. And uh, you know, always changing and moving. And so is the industry, right? And also we ourselves as people, like, sometimes I can't do five hours, you right. know, because I just don't have the emotional energy, you know, like, um, understanding more physical. Yeah. More physical. Yeah. So, um, like, it's, it's interesting. It's been for me, like this uh, interesting sort of tightrope of doing enough, but not doing too much. Right. Yeah, and balance. Yes. And also recognizing physical burnout, emotional burnout, mental burnout, right? Like it's so, because this job, this work demands so many different aspects from so many different parts of us. And uh, yeah, it can be, it's, 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 I always say it's an interesting life after having, you know, $25 martinis at the Ritz to like washing your dishes in your pajamas 45 minutes later, like yeah. with your dog. <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to watch um, like Real Housewives and go to bed. Right. Like it's very, it's jarring almost. Right. But it's like, again, compartmentalization. I find it. Catherine's very glamorous. She's got a cool <laughs> life. I'm jealous of her, you know? But um, yeah, that's what's so cool about this is it's like a safe way to explore and have fun, um, you know, as long as I think the biggest, the key for me is open communication. Number one. Always. Yeah. Always. And, uh, also with, you know, just talking about different things like consent, 
um, you know, like, it's funny because I'll be with clients and they'll ask to touch me and I will then ask to also touch them. And they're like, of course. I'm like, no, not of course. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, never, I was assume. Like, no, not never, of, assume. never assume. I was like, no, not of course. Um, and so it's actually that, you know, this has taught me a lot about um, just how to be g- generally more respectful of people and their their physical like there's themselves right like um yep. it's made me much more in tune and much more sensitive to those little nuances of life and I'm, I'm really grateful for that yeah same I've learned like I'm sure I have better boundaries now than I did um you know when I started sex work as well um I'm sure there's lots of things also that have like changed for me along the way that I've like learned to do better or you know quote unquote better better for me I'll say um you know uh, learning how to do my job so that it feels better for me. I'll say that. So what do you think it, would, if you look back, you know, from like, let's say like not day one, but like month one to today, right. what do you think is the biggest aspect of growth and or changing yourself that you've seen? Hmm. I think really being assertive in my own boundaries, because it's mm-hmm. interesting when you're like a predominant, right? Right. It's a bit different. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, this what happened has happened for me, like, you know, gone through through waves, a few waves throughout my the years, right, of Mm -hmm. like burnout, right. And then Mm -hmm. I always kind of interrogate the burnout of like, okay, um, what do I, oh, need I love to that here? interrogating it looking it straight down yes like what do I'm you like, need yeah what do I need what yeah. got me here you know what mm-hmm. I mean and what do I need to change um mm-hmm. so that I don't get here as often you know or this hard or whatever right so I think one of the things is like being really uh checking in with yourself often is something mm-hmm. that's really helpful for me as far as that because as you said it's like it's like this career is a living breathing thing right where we're like a whole ass person honestly <laughs> yeah truly truly because i'm like you know something i used to feel you know cool neutral about providing now i'm like yeah you know what i don't need to provide that actually and that's well, like when i used to wear like like low-rise jeans like i was i did I not need to be doing that yeah, i like, thought i needed to yeah. turns out i don't want to and i don't I'm, and i never will again <laughs> I loved Britney Spears, so like, got, like it's all her fault and like whatever. But like, if anyone's listening, ne- do never bring back low low rise <laughs> jeans ever again. Like as a mid thirty year old, like I will not. I was walking, my stomach was freezing. Like, what was I thinking? But anyway, <laughs> what were we all thinking? My stomach was freezing. Oh. But then, like, like I never wore like what were we thinking? Not wearing jackets. Like I didn't wear jackets to high school. Thinking, oh, was, nobody, cool. d- nobody zipped up their coat. Do you nobody. know? Oh my god. <laughs> teeter tottering around with like belly my favorite was like the the um the crazy turtlenecks with the midriff showing i'm like this just defies everything this makes sense, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, yeah good times but yeah i don't even know where that spat from but it's true like it's yeah it's like yeah you have to ask yourself that you know and be willing to change and evolve and like yeah. and also it's true like i would like look i've sat myself down and i stopped playing the comparison game so long ago like yes, i was dry, like job. it I I look at other people and I would just compare myself to them and it's like no no <laughs> I was like this is a losing game the only person I'm in any sort of competition with is myself um and is and, that something you learned do you think like along the way um I think no you know it's weird I never felt a sense of competition with other people like oh um 
Oh, like I always have believed wholeheartedly in the idea of working as a community. And um, I remember I had a conversation uh, with another provider and I was speaking with them and I said, you know, get in touch with me. I'm going to give you this information. I'll get you this, you know, whatever. And they started to cry. And I was like, why are you crying? They're like, you're just being so kind to me. No one's ever been willing to share this with me before. And I was like, well, that's a bummer. I'm like, well, someone's sharing with you now. And I said, this is how, you know, we have to stay together and support each other. Um, we are a community. And so, no, I, I guess, yeah, I've, I felt I felt competition with myself. I felt like I wish I could work as much as that person or tour or, you know, whatever. Um, I, I really have, that's been where I've measured myself um, is not material success or, you know, anything like that. Um, because truly you don't know what another person's anything is like right everything's curated right it's totally curated anything you're scrolling on twitter you're seeing other providers like oh fly me to use and blah blah blah, blues it's like well (laughs) you know what it's gonna be fly me to you blibbity blue that's what it's gonna be called (laughs) fly me to you blibbity blue and then we go back and we fly me to blibbity blue round two round two two. there you go so we're we're write that down we're writing that down okay (laughs) copyright it copyright it oh hip government it's me, it's Catherine again. Oh, hip, Ontario government. Anyway, yeah. No, it's, it's it's true. Like that, I. It's funny. Um, I know social media is a very important of our job, important part of our job. Very, yeah. And I go in, and, and I and I engage with other, you know, um, providers and stuff. But I don't, like, I as a human actually don't have like any social media. Um, I don't engage with Instagram or Facebook because that just depresses the shit out of me. Um. And so I actually learned long ago that, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all BS or whatever, Um, you know, but it it took me a while to get that. But again, like I'm an aged millennial here. Like I've, I've been in the sphere of (laughs) an aged millennial. Like I'm so aged. I say aged, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, but I I learned that. (laughs) I learned that. uh, And so I, I don't, um, I try not to get lost in it. You know, I, I engage and I participate as a business activity. Yes. Good. And that's good work boundaries right there. That's good work life boundaries. Good yeah, for well, because you. I just don't want to get, so like, if I'm really like, I'm not, you know, I'm not as active and I'm not as like present, but I think mm-hmm. that's, I don't want to sacrifice my mental health. You know what I mean? Like that's, good that's, for you. yeah, like, it's not all about money. To me, value is not necessarily a dollar sign, right? It's so more that's that. something you're saying that you pretty much knew right from the get-go in this type of work. That wasn't a learning curve? I didn't know, but I was forced to figure out. Like, I felt myself bucket. I felt, I felt not like, this is too difficult. Why am I getting challenged by this? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. I keep hitting a wall instead of trying to bulldoze through that wall I stopped and was like okay take a minute it. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah we had a little interrogation list let's take a little seat let's have a little chat here yeah and um like again like to me yeah value is not always money yeah. so if I'm asking myself okay you know literally but at what cost like if I'm at you know yeah, <laughs> but at yes. what cost is and and I have to measure that um that's so that's so smart. It's so well, smart. I mean, I get drained emotionally very quickly, like being as uh, as like effervescent <laughs> as, as <I> me. <laughs> it's also like, exhausting. Like I'm yeah, <laughs> operating like it's ex- it's it's exhausting. Right. So um, I had to ask, I was like, I'll never be a workhorse. I just I don't have that. 
I, yeah, I, I don't I'm have that in me. Well out of my workhorse era. I also aged millennial. I'm 40 <laughs> this year. I'm well out of my yes! workhorse. Yes. Yes, Catherine. Man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Next week, actually. Next week. Oh my god. Happy yeah. early birth. Are you cancer? Are you cancer? Gemini. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh wait, there it is. Yeah. And that kind of clicked. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. I like. Uh, I wonder what your right. What's your rising sign? Oh, that I don't know offhand. I did a chart recently, ish, but I don't remember. Because your rising sign, and if anyone gives me shit about astrology, I'm like, this is just as made up as NFTs. If like NFTs are more made up, like they are though, more so. Like, yeah, astrology is like real. Like, I, you know, it's actually a real cool tidbit. Back What's in that? the day, they used to make clocks that like would measure. The second, the minute, the day, the month, and even the astrological astrological sign they were in at the time. Mm. Cool story, yeah. So, what? Cool story, bro. Whatever tells you that, I'll be like, um, <laughs> is your NFT in a museum? Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have said way too many. No, that's the thing is I have this mouth on me all the time. It's <laughs> you either love me, hate me, or I'm you. I exhaust you. I don't know what to say. Or you get exhausted. Somebody's getting exhausted. I get exhausted. Well, so you, have, you know what? I, somebody's getting exhausted. Yeah, someone's getting tired. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll wear you out in every way. The Bedpost Podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com, but one of my favorite things to do is to go to their Instagram events page and see what they've got going on. Scrolling through here, Cougars Bump and Grind Night with DJ J. Rodica, Threesome Fridays, Sexy Plus Size Play Party, Buy Pleasure Party, A night with the theme, Little Black Dress. Game night. Ooh, a night with the prompt, Shiniest Outfit. And Fetish Fantasy, hosted by Empress. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. No, but you know what's one thing I actually realized? I had this very interesting conversation the other day. Yeah. I was talking about, like, sort of, I was reflecting on sort of how um, Catherine don't give a shit and then me give a shit. And this contrast between the two of, like, what is the difference here? And so what I've realized is that when I'm interacting with people and I'm getting this self-doubt, this negativity, this criticism, I'm like, oh, my God, this is entirely my projection of me onto them. Like, this has nothing to do with the way that information is actually coming into me. Mm. Um, And that's 
really helped me realize that like, and also that I, like we can't, I'm not responsible for other people. I'm responsible for my responses and reactions to them. Right. So yep, yep. I've also been to a lot of therapy and like, you know what I can tell. And I mean that as the biggest compliment. Oh, thank you. Well, you the have the, you seem to have the tools. You really do. Yeah. I just like, feel like you've got your, like, God bless. You've got your shit together. Like I'm really good at pretending when I'm in my bed, like crying. <laughs> like, I got my shit together. Hey, sorry, sorry about that. Hey, you two are being very naughty. Is this your Dom voice? Is this your Dom You're voice? Yeah, very naughty. That's my Dom to like. Naughty. Naughty. Who needs to? I just I'm very, the elocution is like <laughs> to be. It's like something, but it's like being a school like. Oh, that maybe that's a fun little schoolmaster. Game. Schoolmarm. Schoolmaster, but British schoolmarm. Like school <laughs> yeah, she, she has an accent. She's yeah, an accent. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I think yeah. I you know again the one thing I really want to be uh, kind of. One, my unique experience in this is that I didn't begin in this world until I was in my 30s. Can I ask you what like made you what interested you about it? What drew you to it and made you kind of go into this type of work? <sighs> boredom. I'm not even joking. Boredom. Hey, that's a fine answer. Yeah. Boredom. It was it was yeah, it was COVID. Um, yeah, it was COVID. And, you know, that whole experience of that made me realize that like literally you don't know what's going to happen next week like we didn't know what was going to happen like next week and so that changed my perception on sort of things i've always wanted to do but were maybe a little bit too afraid to try and what was fun about this enterprise was it was solely on my own so like my family wasn't involved you know um so that was a really interesting experience for me to, to do this because like my family's always been really heavily involved in my professional and educational life. So this is actually the first time I was able to do something on my own. Um, but it was, it was boredom. Um, it was something, like I said, I've always fantasized about this. Um, I was like, I thought about it, uh, in 2018 and, and just for whatever reason, I was like, no, I'm it. too, in I'm not ready yet. I was like, I'm, I don't have the, like, I didn't know I was thinking this at the time. I was going to have the confidence. I don't have the boundaries. I don't have the self-esteem. Like, I just don't, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I knew I would be vulnerable and maybe ripe for the taking. And and so, some I did again, I wasn't cognizant of this. But uh, looking back, so, yeah, it was COVID. It was uh, my anniversary, as I like to call it, was is September 10th. <laughs> September 10th. Um, and, yeah, it was just, I just was like, why not? I was like... I literally, when I got hired, I was like, oh my God, there's no way someone thinks that I'm like able to do this. Like, there's no way. Like, and when I say able, I was like, um, so how did you get from there, that mindset to where you are now? Trauma therapy. Well, no, <laughs> no I mean, I'm not, I'm being a little facetious. No, seriously. About therapy, legitimately. No, therapy. again, back to therapy. Yeah. Like, no, seriously. Um, and also just, I think also being in this job, like I said, it made me safe to explore, play, grow, and also aspects of my life that I didn't feel safe doing. Um, so this is like a, a container where you can express this part of yourself, this part that wants to do fun things that like, yeah, that you, that uh, the other part of you um, yeah. might be more, more um, reserved about. Well, it's funny. I am very reserved. Like I, you'd think yeah. I was the most like I like. You I seem have, very outgoing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm very outgoing. I am outgoing, but I'm also weirdly 
reserved you know like it's weird it's a little shy sexually yeah yeah, sexually shy and like I'm very like I don't I'm I I never I accidentally find myself as the center of attention just because I'm so loud (laughs) (laughs) no well to be fair I'm also taller taller (laughs) very blonde and have a large chest so that doesn't help but um but I, I know that, like, I have this presence to me, like, this, I, like, you, I'm in a room, you, oh, you know I'm there, you're like, oh, Catherine's here, you know, um, <laughs> you're just like, here I am, from another room, <laughs> I don't know. You hear the cackle, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you hear my cackle, and, uh, but, you know, I think it, that's been part of it, it's like, I've had a lot of growth, because I've been in, in, in a, with a person, Catherine, who's been safe to explore these uh, facets of life. And she's been like a really good, safe companion. And then also yes. meeting people like you, where you can talk about these things very honestly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and your experience as a person, as a sex worker. And, and yeah, I just, I, and I've made really, I found the friends I've made have been one of the more like honest, uh, supportive friendships that I've made, you know? Sex worker friends are the best friends. Honestly. They really are. They're literally like, I will be there with a baseball bat. What is the act? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> What's his name? It's like, don't call the cops. Call a sex worker. They will be beating your door down. Like, it, you know? But it, it's true. And to have this, like, kind of togetherness, this fellowship, and this, like, you know what? Like, I'm, like, just to understand that, like, and, and that's the thing why community and connection is so important because, this job, dude, can be so isolating. It can yeah. be so isolating. And I still struggle with that so much, I have to say. Um, yeah. Because compartmentalization is great on one, on, the one hand, on the one hand, but then it's also like you're cutting off parts of your life. You know, it's, it's so yeah. it's, it's not, again, shades of gray. Nothing is, that's what this world has taught me. There is no, nothing is binary, like black or white. Everything is on a spectrum. Everything is gray. So what do you do when you are feeling isolated, for instance? Would you, like, reach out to a sex worker peer? Or, like, what kinds of stuff do you do to kind of get out of that mindset? I don't have the emotional, st- emotional stability to reach out to another person. I just oh, my God, same. Go no, ahead. I'm terrible. I-, I turtle when I'm in, like, I isolate, right? So how do you get out-, out of those times when that does happen? I, you know what? I'm very much, what I've discovered in tandem again like I've grown as a human alongside as Catherine has been forming right it's really interesting to sort of see the the parallels uh what I do is I actually nature honestly uh, nature and birds and I connect and I ground and I get back to like my core self and I'm like what up like why are we thinking like this why are we isolating like you know what's what's going on here and instead of um well interrogating sometimes I find (laughs) just sitting like sitting next to myself and putting my hand out saying what do you need right now like how can I help you right like that's what I would say to another person like why can't I bring my that compassion to myself and so I start there and you know I would say like I don't ever really fully get out I don't know if I ever really fully get out of it because I think there's an inherent like inherently you'll always be a little or I might be always a little bit isolated in this job mm-hmm. I think that's just part of it like I can't be honest about my work I can't always be honest about where I'm going who I'm seeing what I'm doing and that's yeah inherently isolating yeah and I think that's like something that a lot of people can relate to that are in this type of work and also like honestly a lot of people on the client side of things too right mm-hmm. they always can't you know be they're not with the buddies and they're like oh yeah I saw a provider I see a provider regularly or I see that's not maybe something that there a lot of people can feel um you know out about because of the taboo nature of this industry unfortunately and it does create isolation 
Yeah, I think so. it's true. And and also, and it's funny because I have met some clients that share this with their friends, which I think is amazing. I'm I like, love that. I, I yeah. love that. I'm like, yes, uh, you should. Tell your like, friends. Tell <laughs> give them my friends. card. <laughs> so, yeah. And finally to you, Boogaloo. Like, we'll see. Or, no, wait, finally. I'm thinking of, it's always sunny. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo? Electric Boogaloo. Part two. Yeah. Electric Part two. Boogaloo. That's where it all came from. Yeah. Find me to you, electric boogaloo. Okay, we're, oh, we, I don't know if we can trademark that. We'll talk to our lawyers, right? We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Our, our, our massive staff on hand. Um, but yeah, like I think, wait, I, don't, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, just, I totally pivoted. I got, I got lost and it's always sunny. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I guess the isolation. Yeah, I guess it's because you're like, quote, hiding. Um, I don't like that word though. I want to maybe say like, not everyone has to know everything. That too. Yeah. Like you don't have to be, to be like a real quote unquote, you know, sex worker or whatever. You don't have to like tell everyone in your life, you know, all the shit you do. Like that's boundaries surrounding our work too. It's like Mm -hmm. when and where do I feel safe, you know, um, framing it that way to share this type of stuff because you don't want to put yourself in harm's way, obviously Mm -hmm. physically, but like emotional as well. You know, if you've got conservative family or like whatever, then that is a thousand percent up to you who you choose to draw in to this uh, part of your life right so exactly yeah and it's a choice and it should be a choice meaning don't out sex workers like it should be like if you know a sex worker's name no you don't like you just don't like that's why this is an individual it's like like it's like me calling your wife or your mom or and telling her that like whatever right it's like that you pooped your pants last Saturday when you got too drunk. Like, it's like none of my goddamn business, you know? It's just like, it's none of yours. And and I just, and that's why this is like so important. It's such a personal thing. And that doesn't even affect necessarily like, yeah, affects our safety emotionally and physically. And I'm all for, like I said, compartmentalization. Like, tell you do you, right? That's what I always yeah. tell people. Like, you do, do what you. feels good for you in this type of work. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And keep updating it, as we said, like keep checking in because that can change and whatever. But like, yeah, that's really important that you're not again, as you said, like not comparing yourself to like how other people do this um, because it's so subjective. There's no rule book. We're all in such a different situation that like one is not more right than the other. You know, there's no wrong way to do that type of stuff when you're navigating your own safety like create your own screening stuff your own booking procedures and like take cues from other people and listen and Mm -hmm. learn and pick and choose what you know will work for you but like yeah that's a big reason of like why you can't do that comparison thing of being like oh I need to do it like that it's like well that person is probably in a different situation than you are so Hence why that's not right and you're wrong for doing it. <laughs> way, you know? Exactly. Well, it, it's very much like this is like, again, like I guess I, I think it's, I, I always have like the biggest realizations. Like I, I call my, when I get stuck in my brain, the echo chamber of bullshit of like me just like <laughs> whirling around in my own shit. And then I find talking to other people like you, like that's what helps me um, yeah. sort of spell it all out. But I think me describing it as like a living entity, it's true. It is another mm. person. Like you've given, uh, you created another person, right? And and so it's true that it, it, like they'll always be changing and evolving just like, you know, every experience they have. And um, 
I would say definitely, like, absolutely I've changed. Like, I'm much more at ease. I'm much more confident. I'm much more sure about what I can say yes and no to. Um, but, yeah, Same. and everyone's, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's such a learning process. That's the hardest part is you have to do, right? And and sometimes I get stuck and frozen, but, like, this is something, you know, we're, we have to do. Like, this is an actual action we have to take, right? And it's scary. Like, it can be scary. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, again, why it's so important to have, like, support of your peers, you know. Um, so and that... I think also, yeah, peer, sorry to interrupt, but, like, peers no, no. and, yeah, people that understand. Like, my, yeah. for example, my, my mom knows what I do. Like, I'm literally doing this out of her house Same. right now. <laughs> but her inane questions, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't answer this. Like, I'm like, this is just... Like she, <laughs> no, seriously, she goes, Oh, are you going to the dope store? I'm like the cannabis store. I don't do heroin. Stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we're dealing with. Okay. Oh, like God. we're not, yeah. yeah. I was like, you need to stop because you're like, are you don't going to the dope store? Anymore. No, but she's yelling out. Are you going to the dope store? I'm like the heroin store. Yes. Right now. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just on, like, on my way. <laughs> on my way. Like I'll call you when I'm there. But you know, so it's for me, like a lot of the reason I don't tell people is just because the, the stigma or the actual, like impression of what this is yeah is is completely um misjudged or like it's very based on like i'm not gonna lie i watch like diary of a call girl right yeah um yeah. oh my god what's that one on stars called the girlfriend mm. experience the girlfriend experience oh. that i watched that and funnily enough it's shot in toronto but they say it's chicago but it's very clearly toronto and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, or but, New York or whatever they say it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but this <laughs> that was one of my more like one of the thing shows that I watched like within two to three years of actually entering, and it it uh, it's accurate in some ways, but it's real. I was like, why is it so serious and dark? I'm like, it, the show is so serious. That's the one thing I took away from it. Yeah, that there's no sense of humor and almost exactly. all of us are balls. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm stoically <laughs> going to walk into this. Like, it's like, no, you know, right? And it, again, like the nighttime idea. It's like, no, it's like 11 a.m. Great. I'll see you there. Like, so yeah. I, I, I think what's important, and it was the same thing for me. Yeah, we're informed by media, like big time, because yeah, most of us don't think we know any sex workers and newsflash, everybody. You oh my God, like everybody is. Everybody is. Everyone is. Like, I swear, everyone secretly a sex worker, but <laughs> it's so true. But uh, like, they are. Like, yeah, I know, right? You know, it's like, but I think, I, and I think that's why the expectations of this, that's why I think this podcast is so fabulous, because you're tearing down the walls and it's like, no, it's not, not actually like that, you know? Like, yeah, maybe there's some elements of truth there, because they're usually all always is but like really is this the experience no like it's not this dark gloomy atmospheric experience if you want it to be great yeah we can create a mood a fun little d mood for sure but, that's like... what's so far and it's like it can be like a bit of an a la carte experience you know and uh <laughs> <I> like that <laughs> like a la carte i like roll in my little thing my tray i'm like what would you like today it's like a bunch of dildos like laid out <laughs> prefix <laughs> pre yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm on the menu for summerlicious this year guys <laughs> yeah i'm offering a summerlicious discount <laughs> Funny marketing campaign. Shit, that's not a bad that's idea. Funny. That's not okay. Shit. Oh my all right, god. That's not, okay, write that down. Okay, we have so many. <laughs> it's good. We have it's so really many good. things to call our lawyers about. Okay, I'm yeah, yeah. they're gonna be thrilled with all these business prospects. <laughs> but I love how like it, they like it. It seems like I always say I'm like look at the, this business from a business perspective: marketing, advertising, communications, accounting. Uh, you're the you're the you're the product. 
you're the administrator, you're the manager, you're everything. And it, what, what do you have to be able to powerhouse to be able to do something like that? Like, I, I, I find that um, people that do, like, the, every pe people that I, I've met are just a remarkable humans. Like, that's the one thing is so gifted and talented. And, and that's one thing I've noticed about almost every individual um, is, is their uniqueness. And I love that. Yeah. Again, that thing of like, we all do it a little bit differently with a little bit of our own flair. And it's so cool to see somebody else, like the way they do a thing and like how it's highlighting, you know, their talents or like their cool style or their personality mm -hmm. or like whatever it is. Right. And like how very nuanced, you know, even if we're doing the same job and there's a thousand different types of sex work, but even if we're doing the same, like similar type, just how different people can do it. And it's just coming from that, again, that like authenticity uh, of like their uniqueness. They're like harnessing that. And it's like, again, the thing of comparison, it's like, no, I could never do that because I'm not you. Yeah, exactly. I love to see you doing you and I'm going to do me. And yeah, that's how we're going to succeed in this business. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it like be inspiration. Like I love that taking cues, like, and then just, you know, it's, it's, it's a smorgasbord of whatever you want it to be. And that's what's so exciting and overwhelming at the same time. Right? Also, it's, it's yeah. An, yeah. It's, a, it's an open <laughs> landscape, right? That, and then you're like, oh, I'm all these roles, but oh no, I'm also all these roles and no one cares if I show up to work or not. Like yeah. it's me, myself and I, right? How do you keep? Speaking of that, how do you keep uh, self motivated? Because that's yeah, I don't. That we have to <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Same. I know. Uh, it's really hard. It um, is. I agree. Especially sort of the last like. I don't know. It just seems like life is a bit of a slog. Like, like right now, like I, I'm sure everyone's feeling it. I mean, we're talking like when there's like wildfires burning all around us. But yeah. I think, um, I you know, it's hard to say. I like I really some days I'm just not motivated, and I yeah. just don't show up. That's it. I just don't show up that day. And instead of beating myself up about it and like, you know, smacking myself over, over a sledgehammer, I'm like, okay, you know what? You needed this today. Let's try again tomorrow. So what do you do you know? in, that, in that case? Like both like, so you're realizing you've just hit a fucking wall and you can't possibly show up. Like what's the process there? And then how do you, again, like, what do you do to kind of get out of that and get back on track? Yeah. You know, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, I, I, I love this job enough that even when the days are shit, I know it's still worth it to keep trying. Yes, good, yeah. You so, know, I think yeah. I, that's, like, I can't even imagine how much, like, how I would be slogging and feeling uh, if I were working somewhere else. Um, I think just admitting to myself that I'm, like, not really good at this, at this moment. Like, I just, like, I can't yeah. always be consistent. I can't always show up, um, you know, and, and like... I get it. And that's like, okay. You know, and that's me. That's okay. Human. That's I'm not yeah. a fucking robot, a con, you know, a like content creating like sex robot. I'm not. So, you know, and what we don't, I don't need to hold myself to that standard. So, Hey, if I show up in the morning and I need an emotional sick day, take it. I always say, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. sometimes it's enough to just show up and be good it doesn't have to be perfect because sometimes I get afraid if I don't show up it's not perfect it's not good enough right yeah. no that's not correct mm -hmm. it's just like show up do your best and I try to tell myself that um but it's hard I think you know I get in my own way I'm the person that gets in my own way the most 1000 percent oh, like yeah, at least I too. yeah Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. it's infuriating isn't it when you're just like god damn it like get your shit together but um, like I said, I found that admonishing myself doesn't work. It's, it's 
compassion and understanding and patience with myself. Like yeah. when is like bullying someone ever worked? Ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. When so it been mean ever worked? Yeah. Absolutely. But, and I'm it's and I'm a work in progress and like some days I, I I'm really good at that for twenty minutes, some days I'm really good at it for five and some days I'm not good for it and not at all. Yeah. For me I've had to like flip the script around doing some like mental gymnastics surrounding taking time off and and checking in with myself and realizing that I'm burnt out or like doing stuff to prevent me getting there. I actually, yeah, I, I turn that around where I'm like, it's not only is it not like I'm not good enough, it, it's it's extra good that I'm realizing this because I, you know, I have mm. been so bad with personal boundaries, you know, in the past surrounding work and mm-hmm. whatever else that like, it's actually not only is it not a bad thing that I'm taking the day off, um, that I had to cancel on a couple clients, like whatever it looks like, mm-hmm. Um it's actually a good thing because you know you're bad at that. So the times where you can really check in with yourself and admit what you need mm-hmm. and maybe it's not to work today, like, and knowing how hard that is for you because you're a perfectionist and blah, 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 mm-hmm. like fucking congratulations. Like you did self-care today. So trying to flip it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I, like self-care, like, you know, that word is, yeah, it's been diluted and changed yes. a bit and it looks yeah. different for everyone. But self-care for me is like, is like having a conversation with myself, writing stuff down, um, you know, like it, I, I often uh, see that things need to like work inside and then work their way out. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, taking that moment to time with yourself and like sometimes it might take a couple of days because I think. I often forget how demanding and how, like, li- you know, life is demanding. Like, think about your your responsibilities, like, in your personal life, and then yeah. throw all of this into it. And it's just sometimes I just get overwhelmed. Like, um, sorry, Clifford, but when crows are, like, pecking at me, like, I hate to use Clifford's name, like, in such a negative <laughs> way. Name. Like, he's probably going to come and tap on the window. But, like, and FYI, if you weren't listening, Clifford is my crow that I've recently befriended. <laughs> He's on my Twitter if you want to go check him out. He actually is. I put a picture of him. I'm going to um, go look. I'm no, go look. Go I'm at me, Clifford. I've literally been trying this for like three years. Um, no, he's literally on there. He's he's quite a sassy little like Sasquatch. But yeah, like I sometimes feel like I'm being pecked at or, t- you know, uh, I get overwhelmed. Like I'm being pulled in a million of directions. And like, what else can you do but just say stop? Right? Like stop everything. Um and I think it's like prioritizing, like, you know, when I was like 29, somebody made me sit down, write the top six things that you value. And I was like, what? Wow. That you value. I'm like, I don't know what, what? And they gave me a list and, and I wrote them down. And it was really interesting to actually ask myself that question. So I value things like security, peace, and that really helps sort of outline my life. Like, what are, what do I value? What is very important to me? And then I kind of go from there. So like being out all the time, um, I don't value that. (laughs) I value my low time. Yeah. Like I, and you know, it's, uh, I value my sleep. I value my physical, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. different things. And, and it, it really helped me set the outline for like the rest of my life. But like, Oh, I guess like, like I said, when I entered this industry, like I'm, I'm, I'm 36, I'm 36 years old. And I entered at what? 34. 34 yeah I was 34 yeah yeah. and like it's funny like every (laughs) 
but everyone's like, oh, so all you, all of your clients must be older. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it, it's uh, age in this industry. The perception about it is very odd. It's so very odd. Yep. And uh, I like that I'm in my thirties and like I per me, like sometimes I'm like, God damn, Catherine. Like I was like gorgeous back in the day too, but like 25 year old Catherine didn't exist. She couldn't have existed. Right. Right. So it was like what. She came to fruition when like certain aspects of me on my own came to fruition. And um, so it's very much like, I, I know it's interesting to say, like I entered this industry at 34 and even my mom said to me, she's like, well, what's the longevity of this career? And right. I said to her, I'm like, my brother works in insurance. Did you ask him about the longevity of his career? Cause that's sexist as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I literally said that to her. What'd she um, say? She went, oh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, blah, blah. I'm right. <laughs> no, but seriously. She's like, well, I, I'm like, no. I'm like, that's misogynist and sexist. I'm like, because it's in a, like an industry where it's predominantly female. Right? Right. I'm like, that's that's ridiculous. And uh, so I find, like, man, like, I happily, like, tell everyone how old I am. And Same. they're like, I, I, I don't know. The look on their face is like, no. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it's it's an inter it's a different experience, right? Like I I mean I'm not sure if you were ever in your 20s in this industry, but I, I mean from other people I've talked to, like who have been in both decades, mm -hmm. it's quite a difference. Yeah. Um, quite a different experience, I think. Yeah. From what I've heard, yeah. I'm looking forward to my 40 decade. Oh my god! I, Apparently I'm on that's the bank. No, that's gonna honestly be like I hear like from providers in their 40s. Oh my gosh! Like. I'm looking the, forward to it. I'll say no, that. I think. <laughs> Well, yeah, like the older, we, the older I get to this, the more I'm like, yeah, I'm at home here. Like, I'm yeah. good. You know, like you settle into yourself. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 a journey, right? Oh, we've been talking for an hour. Oh, my God. I know. We're almost there, Catherine. I know. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, what was that noise? That was your dog interrupting us no, again. Right. Exactly, uh, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> there's been a lot, like a lot of, like my mother, the dog they, there's my the life crow. in a nutshell the crow <laughs> i like the dog like almost killing each other like my life is you know like, i'm gonna about leave these... that in i'm gonna leave no, that right now. no like seriously they just tried to kill each other like on the thing and then i was like don't what did i, what did I say stop it you stop, stop it. it stop it stop, stop it right now <laughs> stop it now <laughs> happened oh, um fuck. but see like i'm a little bit like i like it i'm a little bit chaotic but i'm a little bit of like good chaos what's it what are those things like good oh, chaotic, chaotic good good chaotic yeah. good I'm chaotic good yeah yeah you're chaotic good too yeah we're both <laughs> whenever we get together we're just like boom 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 like off of each other it's like so it's very fun whenever we're we're in the same energetic room very energetic <laughs> and yeah i'm like you know what's funny is i uh i really i guess we'll wrap up with this i always felt like oh no i'm too much i'm too much and i'm like ah doesn't exist yeah it doesn't exist normal is subjective yeah too much or not all, according to who it's all bullshit it's meaningless all these words yep normal yep. yep all that stuff and i so and i like to walk through life um saying i'm unapologetically me and that doesn't mean that i'm an asshole but it's that i'm okay with having this big personality and this whatever like it used to be that the uh the world wasn't like i don't know or or i guess sometimes just you know being me is not for everyone yeah, um that's okay and that's know? okay and I understand that like I'm not palatable to everyone but that's again what I love like I said is I'm putting out there the kind of person that the people I'm looking for so I only I usually only have positive experiences because I'm very clear about sort of what you're getting into 
I love that. But after this podcast, they're absolutely going to know. <laughs> if they didn't know before. Now know. they know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. On that note, then, Catherine, let us know where people can follow you on the socials. Tell us your website again and, like, where you want people to book you. All that good oh, stuff. I love the official plug now. Well, thank you so much. Um, my Twitter is at Catherine NTO, as in, like, Toronto. Um, and uh, my website is hello-catherine.com. And I think that's that's all I need true yeah, yeah. Uh, for me folks I'm at the lady pim one on Twitter that's where I'm the most active however I just had a video randomly go viral viral on TikTok now I've got a lot of followers so I guess I have to <gasps> do that too everyone listening I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did and we'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here on the bedpost podcast talking about sex and sexuality until then get fucked everybody goodbye <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.